Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Untamed and Unashamed podcast. This is a place where together we can navigate through life's ups and downs with all of the vulnerability, compassion, and openness that we can muster. Along with the help of guests from all walks of life, we'll discover new truths while doing some unlearning, and we'll gain valuable tools for becoming who we already are, while also uncovering our divine gifts. I'm Jade Bryce, and I'm so happy that you're here. A few weeks ago, when I was in Maui for my birthday, it was a life-changing trip, I attended a dinner party that was full of souls that were so indomitable, and during dinner, we went around and took turns giving a vulnerable share into our next year, and I teared up a couple of times um, when some of them spoke because it was just so beautiful how open their hearts were and how much they aspired to stay open to love. And just how full of love they were. There was a 50-year-old woman there that had a banging bod, but who also exuded confidence and truly walked tall. She had a presence that was truly felt. And today, we are having her on. She is a woman that says she kills fat for a living. Not just the kind on your body, but also that excess FAT, false assumed truths, you tell yourself. Those truths that turn into self-imposed stops and stop you instantly from getting the results you're wanting in your life. She also helps others level up their lives and start aging in reverse. She's been featured in Woman's World, Shape, Marie Claire, ABC, NBC, CBS, Entrepreneur Magazine, and Live Strong. Now, 50 years old and a licensed master sports nutritionist and functional fitness trainer. She has more than 3 million social media followers and has helped so many people feel better so that they can do better. Please help me welcome Natalie Jill to Untamed and Unashamed. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's so good to see you again. I was so um, glad to be here. Yeah, before you got on, I was talking about how um, we met in Maui. And it was like such a beautiful dinner and a beautiful week and how, you know, of course, like right when I saw you, I noticed your amazing figure, <laughs> but then, you know, something else that really stood out about you was the confidence that you carried and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you really stood tall and uh, exuded this um, this belief in yourself, it seemed like you felt good about yourself. And I feel like a lot of times in order to feel good and do good, we have to 
do all of the things that you're teaching us to do. So mm-hmm. I'm so excited to talk about that today. Um, I'd love to hear your story of what brought you to the work that you're doing. Yeah, uh, it's it's so interesting because when you say I exuded confidence, that was not something I was that just came naturally to me. That yeah. took years, years of work, and and sometimes. I relate so many to so many women that feel um, unsure because you don't even know what's wrong when you feel that way. You just feel like something's missing, like something's mm-hmm. off, you're off purpose or, and, and you, it can throw you into a depression. And I really got that hammered in when I was about 36 years old. I'm 50 now as we're recording this. And mm-hmm. when I was 36, I just had my daughter and I was going through a divorce And it was back, this is back in 2007, 2008, when the housing market and the financial crisis was happening everywhere. It was like, Mm. it was the the first time I had ever really experienced turmoil, like massive turmoil. And in that time, a lot of people were going through stress and depression. But what was unique for me is I had the hormones and just having a baby. I was going through the divorce. I, for the first time in my life, was in debt, losing my house, Hmm. um, and really scared. And I felt, Jade, like I was a fake person. And I'll explain what that means. Um, You know, most of us, so many people, not everybody, I shouldn't say most of us, go around living for other people. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't even know who we are. We're like, we're supposed to look this way, or we're supposed to be this way, or supposed to have this job, or supposed to live this life. And I didn't realize how much I was living this fake world until Mm -hmm. I hit this rock bottom spot because I remember feeling like I had no one to talk to. I had no one to share my sadness with. I had no one to to say, I'm losing myself, I'm broke, I'm scared, I'm depressed, I'm overweight now. I had no one to talk to because I felt like I had to live this perfect life that people expected of me. Hmm. And it really hit me hard, this theme of fake, like fake, 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 like it just kept coming at me. And um, it didn't make me feel good, it made me feel really sad Um, and, there was just one moment uh, that changed my life. And I was walking my dogs and my baby and I caught, I passed one of those windows that you have that mirror reflection of yourself. You know, when you see that. Mm -hmm. And I I had this moment with myself where I looked at the mirror or the window and I didn't recognize what was looking back at me. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? I just saw the sad, overweight bags under my eyes. um, Just not a happy person. And I had this moment with myself of like, my gosh, you're only 36 is this what happens? Is this what, like, we have a baby, life just gets a hold of us? Is it, is it over? Like, that's literally the thought that took over me. Mm-hmm. And it was just this moment with myself of, I don't even recognize who, who's there right now. I don't even know. I saw my soul, but I saw this being that didn't connect. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember walking home with that thought. And I turned on Oprah. <laughs> I remember watching mm-hmm. Oprah. And they had, uh, she was talking about the secret and she had Lisa Nichols was on there. And I heard Lisa talking about vision and mm-hmm. something stuck with me there. And I, I turned off the show and I put my daughter down for a nap and I made a vision board and I call them now decision boards mm. um, because I believe whatever you put on your vision board, if it's truly a decision, it can come to fruition. So I remember when I was making this little vision board, um, it, for the first time in months, I had this spark of hope and possibility and feeling good. And I made this connection, which we know from science, this is very real, but I didn't know at the time that your body really doesn't know the difference of what's really happening or an experience you're visioning. Mm -hmm. So as I'm putting things on this vision board, fit girls, um, you know, mom and daughter, happy home at the beach, whatever, anything that made me feel good, um, good sex life. Like I know you, you you can relate to that. Like any, a a, a special man, like whatever, anything I put on there that made me feel good in the moment, um, 
it gave me the spark of possibility. And I liked mm-hmm. that feeling. So mm-hmm. my whole life changed. My whole business started. The reason I've helped 250,000 women and growing today is because of that initial vision. And I would stare at that board and I tell women to do this now. Um, you know, I stare at that board and I'd say, if I was the woman living in that board, who, what would I do right now? Like, who would mm-hmm. I talk to? What would I listen to? What would I eat? How would I move? It changed my whole life. It That's changed so my whole good. life. Yeah. Um, it's like the quantum law, right? Like the divine, the law of divine compensation. It's like what I'm really trying to step into right now is exactly what you just said. Like, okay, for all those things that I want, how would it feel to have them right now? How would it feel? What would I be doing? And then attuning myself to that. And so the status quo of what it seems like I have right now and all that I've done. And we read so much about acting as if, and I don't think people truly grasp what that means sometimes. I, I really do get it now because acting as if is not being fake, that word that kept coming up for me. It's operating from your future self. So if you know, I saw myself at 36 being 50 now, you know, I said, who am I going to be at 50? And everything I am now, I had as my vision at 36. Mm. So because I operated backwards, that's what I've stepped into. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is hard because the whole um, wanting to feel truly authentic and then, you know, doing what we're talking about, it can feel inauthentic um, for especially at the start of it. And it also for me, one of my struggles was that it somewhat also felt like bypassing, like, well, don't feel the like, not allowing myself the room to feel like, well, don't feel sadness, don't feel the frustration. Those are low vibrational, like, just you know, bypassing it and trying to just pretend that I was happy. So I had to really sift through allowing myself the space to cry or to scream or to beat a pillow with a plastic bat, like allowing myself the space to move it through. That way I then could attune to higher vibrations. Cause if I just bypassed it or stuffed it down, then it, it just added to the frustration, you know? And that's a really, really valid point. Um, and the reason I, I'm, I'm glad you just said that, actually, I just connected some dots there around mm-hmm. that. Um, I think the reason I was allowed to step into vision is I truly, for four months, felt everything. Mm-hmm. So I let myself cry and be sad and feel it. And I walked through those emotions for four months. So you are correct. You have to let yourself feel that too, mm-hmm. or that will show up with us later. I mean, that's definitely, mm-hmm. you can't just stuff it down and turn right to vision. So I think you're mm-hmm. right there. I'm going to add a, actually a step into my method right now. <laughs> I've always said decide vision action, but based on what you just said, I think there is a step before about feeling for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I'm this year has really taught me. Um, so you talk about, and you've kind of touched on it without saying the the phrase, but you, you talk about false assumed truths. Mm-hmm. And yes. I know that that's probably something that was um, really discovered at that time in your life. You, you were experiencing a lot of these and you also talk about um, self-imposed stops. So maybe yes. you can go into what those are and, and some examples of how we may be letting those play out in our own life. Yeah, absolutely. So I always tell people when they say, what do you do for a living? I say, I kill fat. And mm-hmm. the reason I say I kill fat, it's not just the fat on our bodies. It's what I call false assumed truths. So mm-hmm. in order to step into a new version of ourselves, we have to get rid of these old beliefs that we are carrying around that are defining us. So examples of false assumed truths are things like I'm too old or um, this it's I'd be too embarrassed or um, Mm -hmm. it's just my genetics or I never make money 
or bad things always happen to me, or my doctor told me. It's any time we're carrying a belief that's now becoming what I call a self-imposed stop. It's stopping us from achieving the next level. Mm-hmm. It's stopping us. So for instance, um, Jade, like some things that you speak into, I love following you on social media, yeah. um, like being able to express yourself sexually, for example. Mm-hmm. A lot of people carry a heavy false assumed truth around that. It's against mm-hmm. my religion, or my parents would be ashamed, or my husband, like they I have this- Yeah, they have this belief and then it stops them from truly being themselves. This Mm -hmm. happens in fat loss and health all the time. I can't tell Mm -hmm. you the number of times a woman will come to me and say, my doctor told me I have X, therefore that means this. Mm -hmm. And why? Because your doctor told you that? Mm -hmm. And my question back on that is, is there anyone else in the world with that same diagnosis that had a different result? If there's anyone else in the world that had a different result, there's still a possibility. We don't have to be defined by circumstances. Mm -hmm. So in order to step into a better version of you, we have to recognize what are those false assumed truths that we're carrying around. And with health and fitness, a lot of it is our age, our injuries, the doctor's diagnosis, our genetics, Mm -hmm. this heavy belief system. I had a baby, um, whatever, whatever it is. Those are false assumed truths. Doesn't mean they didn't happen but we're letting them stop us now. So we have to identify those first and counter those before they become self-imposed stops. Hmm. Yeah. I think that a lot of people, you know, even on 23 and me, I I think it tells you if your genetics are more towards the um, heavier set or obesity or the, the lean and uh, you know, I'm staying with the Kingsbury's right now and a lot of listeners, I'm sure, are familiar with Aubrey Marcus as well. Kyle Kingsbury and Aubrey Marcus, both of their results said that they were they would lean towards obesity. And they're like Kyle Kingsbury is like the fittest guy I know. So yeah. um yeah, it is it is easy to use that as as a um it's not even really a crutch. It's like a um exactly what you're saying, a self-imposed stop. It's like yes. it, and and we give it so much power is the thing. Um, I have so many uh, people that have worked with me that it's so funny because you take a picture of their before and then their after and I help with extreme situations. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, like 60, 70, 80, hundred pounds overweight, they, they're losing. So this is not like just how to lose five pounds type of thing. And if you look at the before of them, they'll, they'll giggle now and say, when I look like that, everyone thought it was just genetic. They'd say, mm-hmm. this was my genetics. And then you look at the after and they, they're all, you know, muscular and tone and lean and someone says, well, that's just your genetics. So it's yeah. just interesting. It's all what we decide first. That's why I always say decide first. Um, and that becomes a reality. Same thing with me. I can look at my entire family history, obesity, type two diabetes, dementia, which is type three diabetes. Really now we know lots of cancer, all those things. Now that doesn't mean I'll never get those things. Doesn't mean it's a never, but how much can I prolong it? I'm living very differently at 50 than my grandparents did. Very different with the same genetics. Yeah. And can you, can you also, instead of giving those words so much power, can you use them as a tool, you know, in a way of, Oh, okay, you know, my results say that my family um, is prone to this type of cancer. So using that as a tool to um, take the right adaptogenetics and the right herbs that would shield you from that. And I want, um, so there is, there, there is this feeling of, um, that comes up in me of, you know, obesity or, or, fat shaming and, um, oh, you know, larger bodies being stigmatized and 
fit not being accessible to everyone there's that there's that feeling of um well I don't want to like shit all over that yeah I get it I get it and it's interesting because it I never thought I'd be in a world where what I teach health-wise would be like controversial but but let me yes but let me share this Mm -hmm. um I don't teach people how to get a six-pack I could that's that Mm -hmm. would be that's something I used to do I that doesn't light me up anymore I teach people how to live and feel amazing that's what I want for people that doesn't matter what your size is I don't care if that's a size 12 to you a size 20 it doesn't matter I want you to be healthy I want you to thrive I want you to enjoy your life to move without pain so if we look at it from that perspective it's a very different angle it's some people it is about vanity they feel they want to dress in cute outfits and look a certain way awesome that's personal to them I've got many more people they just want to move without pain So it's whatever your, I call it driving core motivator, whatever your reason to get healthy is. Mm -hmm. That's why I changed it from fat on our bodies to false assumed truths, really. Um, That's a personal decision, just as it's a personal decision to get cosmetic surgery or not. Like this is, people should be individual and choose what is going to light them up. So getting healthy so you can live longer for your kids, so you can, for your grandkids, so you can have a better, I mean, let's face it. If, if you're confident, you're gonna have a better sex life. You're gonna have a, a better, you're gonna do better in your job, um, mm-hmm. in your career. If you're feeling confident, you're gonna have more fun in life. I want that for people and yeah. it's very accessible. So it's not about getting tiny, <laughs> like that's not it. It's about loving your body enough to, to thrive. Yeah. And what's interesting too, um, I teach something, a very different method. I don't teach deprivation dieting. Mm-hmm. Everything I teach is based on addition. So we look at how do we add in more of the good, which makes less room for the not so good. For instance, um, you want pizza and ice cream. Awesome. But what if we ate a lot, a huge salad and lots of water and some lean protein first, we're going to eat less of the other thing, right? Just mm-hmm. innate. So I teach more of that. So we're looking at how do we focus on so much of the good mm-hmm. that we don't necessarily want the not so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love the, um, the, the avoidance of the deprivation. Um, yeah, something, you know, with my clients that struggle with body image, one thing I don't do the the work that you do. I have gone to the Czech Institute and I have some, some knowledge around it. Um, but it's not my, it's not like my niche, you know, uh, but what I do work with clients on who are struggling with self-image is really like offering. So if it's the stomach, like doing a meditation around like a lot of love around that area of our body, a lot of acceptance, and then working on the transformation of the, the outer um, beauty from that place of self-love and acceptance instead of that place of, of hate. And like, I have to change this in order to be happy. And from that place, it, it's, it's so much more nourishing yes. and your body responds so much more uh, lovingly through that, you know? And um, I think it's Dr. Joe Dispenza that even talks about, um, you know, when you're wanting a certain body instead of like hating the body that you have and wanting that body to instead like envision your body as already that. And like, you know, you do certain workouts and you're like envisioning that your butt is, you know, 
becoming yeah. more firm or whatever it is that you're looking for. Your biceps it's are becoming true. more toned. Yeah. It's operating and, from vision. Cause that's what we're, we were mentioning earlier that you're operating from your future version. So it's yeah. interesting when I met you, you said to me, you said, what's your butt workout? I want your butt. Yeah. And I kind of giggled at it and I mm-hmm. told you a story um, that, you know, I never had a great butt. I, even though I was a fitness expert, that was never my focus. But I, when you know your driving core motivator, it changes everything. For me, I've dealt with lower back pain issues. I've had mm-hmm. surgery on my back. I had a disc rupture. I had all kinds of things. And what I shared with you is I had to retrain and learn how to get out of back pain. And it's not what people think. Like back pain mm-hmm. is not just fixing the back. It's your core and it's your glutes and really learning to activate your glutes. So once I made that connection and I started hyper-focusing on activating my glutes, I not only got out of back pain, my butt grew. So it didn't come from a vanity desire. It came from uh, of wanting to get out of pain. So there's a lot of reasons for wanting to be healthy and fit that don't involve just how you're going to look. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do want to go into, um, more about the fat loss and also the fat loss as we age the um going you know I when I saw your butt I was like okay that's my those are my dream glutes um but you're you're pretty much known for your six-pack if I'm not mistaken right for your abs yeah yeah I so was I was I had great abs until my C-sections and then, you know, I had two back-to-back C-sections in one year and I think that it really weakened and then I got diastasis recti from working out while pregnant. So all of these things, but, you know, when I look at my stomach and it's, it's, you know, with my body, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm cool with my legs. I I like my butt. I like my breasts. I like my arms, like everything's fine, but my stomach would be the one that, you know, most people would call like the problem area on their body. And it's mostly, to me, it's not, it doesn't seem like fat. It's mostly bloat or Mm. like, um, it's been ever since my, um, C-section. So I don't know if it's hormonal or if it's candida, but the thing for me is it's sure. I would love to look in the mirror and have a six pack. But the thing for me is that when I'm bloated, I don't feel good. Yes, You know, I don't feel it, it just, it changes the way I feel. It changes my energy. It changed. And so that's, that's something that I really want to work on is, and I don't know that it's fat loss, but, um, I'm curious. Um, yeah. It's a great question. Yeah. I'm curious about, you know, your tips for abs yeah. and then we brought up your glutes, so your tips for glutes as well. Yes. And then we can go into fat loss. Okay, great. Great question. So first of all, with belly fat or belly area, um, there is three things that you, that it could be. It could be bloat and water retention, which I'm going to talk about what causes that. It could be um, fat, actual fat that's going mm-hmm. on there, or it could be skin. It could be loose skin. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the with the the easiest answer first, the easiest one first. Okay, if it's loose skin, meaning you lost a lot of weight and now you've got extra skin or you had multiple births and you have excess skin, the, there's good and bad news there. One, we can't re- change skin without surgery. You cannot change skin, but you can drastically change the appearance of it by losing overall fat and toning that area by doing things like planks and crunches and different ab exercises. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I'll get into that in a minute, but you can drag. So I still, if I squeeze my skin, I have tons of sweet skin. I can squeeze. I've done videos showing this, Mm -hmm. Um, but no one would know if I'm not squeezing it because I've done so much work developing the muscle and losing the weight around there. So that's Mm -hmm. number one. Mm -hmm. Okay. If it's fat, if it's actual overall weight, we cannot spot reduce, but also we can lose belly fat the same way we can lose overall body fat, which I'll get Mm -hmm. into in a minute. Um, But what's important there is you want to also work out to tone that area so you can start to see that definition because Mm -hmm. losing the overall weight 
We still want to see definition. Now, what people don't realize is every drop of muscle you add, you burn more calories at rest. So our metabolism works better when we've got more muscle mass. So mm -hmm. we're not going to look like a bodybuilder lifting weights. They, they work very hard to look like that. Mm -hmm. But by doing targeted exercises, you will drastically up your metabolism and calories at rest. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about bloat now because this is what's most common with women. Mm -hmm. um, bloat is caused from a number of different things. It could be hormones, it could be food allergens, um, and it could be artificial foods. So I'm going to start mm -hmm. first with artificial foods. Um, a lot of times we think we're eating healthy, but we're eating highly processed foods, which contain fake sugars, mm -hmm. fake fats. All of those are known to bloat. They can wreak havoc on our hormones, cause all kinds of digestion and gut issues, mm -hmm. but they absolutely cause you to bloat, even sugar-free gum. You could think you're doing something good for yourself, um, but that is going to cause bloating. So that's not, so one, take that out. Number two, allergens. Now, this is unique for a lot of people, but as we age, there's three things that are very common allergens for people. Doesn't mean you're going to go into anaphylactic shock, not that kind of allergy, but your body doesn't know how to what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And that is, uh, everyone brace yourself because you're not going to like this, <laughs> sugar, uh -huh. gluten, and uh, grains, all grains, and dairy. Mm -hmm. Dairy is mucus producing. So mm -hmm. one of the things I'll tell people if they're dealing with chronic bloat, so I would tell you, and maybe you're already doing this, Jade, but take out sugar, dairy, and grains for mm -hmm. a week. Just take them out completely for a week and see what that changes before adding mm -hmm. them back in. Dairy alone will really bloat people. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not a permanent not have dairy, but when I have it now, I'll have raw dairy. Um, what people don't realize is when you pasteurize dairy, you're getting rid of the enzyme that helps combat that. So the reason you don't have trouble with raw dairy is we haven't done that. Uh, we mm -hmm. haven't pasteurized it. Um, and then goat's milk and sheep's milk don't tend to do it the way cow's milk does. Um, mm -hmm. Dairy is a known bloater. Um, but grains absolutely will bloat, not just if you have a celiac or gluten allergy, but grains in general, including corn, can absolutely bloat you. And yeah. then sugar, definitely. Um, the final thing is hormones. And that's uh, if you notice around your cycle, like around ovulation and then around your period, you're getting that extra. That is hormone related. And for that, that is very temporary. And it's just part of how our body works. Yeah, um, I get the most bloated on ovulation week. Like, yes. I look pregnant on ovulation yes. week. Yes. Yes. And it's worse if we've had a baby because um, yeah. you've got that memory there. Another one thing that will help with bloating too, by the way, is a lot, a lot of water. And what people don't realize is like bloating is water retention, but um, your body holds on to more water when it thinks it's not hydrated. So the more mm -hmm. water you drink, the more it's going to release water. So that is definitely something that will that can help combat that. Um, mm -hmm. Caffeine also is a slight diuretic. So caffeine can also help eliminate bloating. Mm. So if if mine would be hormonal and it's the ovulation, really all I have to do is accept it or <laughs> well I'm gonna say I've learned to accept it over the years because I uh -huh. so I mean especially approaching menopause now uh, mm -hmm. I'm like I appreciate my cycle I appreciate knowing mm -hmm. I mean first of all ovulation week is a powerful week I mean yeah. you your focus goes up you feel more attractive you actually look more attractive there's studies yeah, around this like sure. your face change like there's so and many glow. benefits yes you glow so embrace it and the the good thing about ovulation and bloating week is you feel confident that week anyway so it's just mm -hmm 
it's one of those, if you learn to appreciate what your body's doing, that my gosh, your body can make a human. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. It's, it's pretty eye opening. Um, some people have gone on birth control pills to like, to mute that. I'm not a, personally a fan of that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it messes up your attraction to people. It messes up your pheromones. There's a lot of stuff that's yeah, not ideal with that. About that. Yeah. So I would be, you know, I was certainly, I'm not a doctor, but I cringe at that idea that you're going to just, because yeah. you don't want to bloat or have cramps, you're going to do that. So embrace it and look at it from the perspective that you are biologically working the way that we're supposed to. Mm. And that's an amazing way to look at it. And then just drink a lot more water that week. Too. Yeah, I love that. As far as the other, um, you know, dietary part, the um, sugar, I have a really clean diet when it comes to sugar. I'm even really careful with like sugars from fruits. Mm -hmm. Like papaya is my favorite fruit, but I'll rarely have it because I know it's so high in sugar. Um, grains and gluten, pretty gluten-free. I have a lot of black rice. Um, I know that's gluten-free, but that's that's like the one grain. That so I grain. So my so thought on that, um, one, I feel different about fruit sugar, but you got to do what works for your body. So fruit mm -hmm. sugar is fructose and it's not, that's different than high fructose corn syrup. So I actually do eat a lot of fruit in my diet and it actually does help. There's a lot of um, antioxidants and benefits to fruit and vegetables. So mm -hmm. I play a game with myself every day, like how much can I get in of these things actually, because oh. it, those nutrients combat so much. I feel that when people think I look younger than my age, that is the main secret is I've had so many fruits and vegetables. Oh. Or if you look at someone on a keto diet where they're extremely low sugar, no carb, they do age a lot rapidly. They, they yeah. say that it's healthier. They look older. It does and that's not what I bring up as well as like the keto diet. Um, a lot of it has ethritol in it. All of the replacements. And terrible ethritol, for your gut. Oh my God. When I have ethritol, I know right away because yeah. I just, I bloat. And it's yes. like, you know, every now and then I'll see something that um, it says like, like we all in our Christmas stockings, we all got these keto cookies mm -hmm. and they were so freaking good. And I went to town on them. And then I was like, oh crap, I saw my gut. And I was like, yeah, that had ethritol for yes. sure. It was grain free. It was gluten free. It was dairy free, you know, but it ethical, and it, it screwed me up. It's like when they first released Equal or Saccharin, like you find all these benefits, but the, there's a lot of dangers with sugar alcohol. So you want to be really careful with that too. So if our gut is our second brain. And so you want to be really help, careful what we're putting in there. So I'm personally not a fan of keto because of, mostly because of that. It's, it's, it's also not good for women, keto, because it, shrink, it shrinks your ovaries. So yeah. There's a lot of, um, lot of negative stuff. So for, for what I would suggest you try, Jay, because you already eat so healthy, is add some fruit back in, take out the black rice for a while. Okay. If you want starches, do potatoes, do like sweet potatoes, something I else. But I'm not, and I'm not saying do this forever. I just want you to do it to see if it changes the bloating. The grains yeah. do really bloat people. Now I'm celiac. I can't have gluten anyway, but I really have taken uh, grains out of pretty much everyone's um, program when they want mm -hmm. that next level. When people work with me, I start them first on just unprocessing their diet. So I'm not that mm -hmm. harsh on taking dairy and grains out. But as we evolve and they want the next level, that's when we'll look at doing that. And yeah. And I, I really need to do like a food diary or something. Cause I even did the other night, the kids love pasta. So I made organic lentil pasta. Mm -hmm. It was made out of organic lentils, but I look, I mean, it bloated me yeah. pretty dang bad. And so beans will act like grains in your body too. That was the other thing. So beans oh, and legumes. Yep. So that's the other thing to take out. Um, in fact, mm. so I have a book called aging in reverse that by mm. the way, and, and it has, um, that's what we take out, take all of that. Yeah. So we're, what I do suggest eating for that. And I, I just encourage people to try for a week even, um, is eating unprocessed natural foods, but focusing on, uh, lean meats, 
focusing on nuts, seeds, healthy fats, avocado, uh, focusing on fruits and vegetables. Don't don't limit your fruits and vegetables mm. uh, and see how you feel um, from and that. And I eat a lot of fatty meat. So that's fine. I mean, I, I like more lean meat, but I eat dark meat chicken. I eat, there's, yeah. you can I eat fatty yeah. salmon, all of that stuff. That's too. fine. That's fine. So, yes. Yeah. And I don't do dairy by any means. I do oat milk, um, coconut milk, but, uh, full fat. But I do have one more question on the sugar. Um, what do so you the oat thought? milk, by the way, is made from oatmeal. So you're, you're still having grain. So what I would suggest is a coconut milk. Uh-huh. Uh, try something, try coconut or almond milk. Okay. as a replacement for this what's made yeah, from I think of, oh, like it's gluten-free but you're right it's a grain still a grain mm-hmm. so and you'll change your bloating by just noticing those things for even a week okay so um one more question on the sugar um I was curious your thoughts on coconut sugar and on just mm-hmm. straight stevia yes okay so uh coconut sugar fine with even I'm fine with even monk fruit right now uh and I'm fine with uh I see here's what people don't realize there's such a small amount of calories in real sugar so if you really want the sugar have a little bit of the real thing it's going to be the easiest on your body when we do a lot of it that's the problem like high fructose corn syrup is very dangerous Mm -hmm. a lot like what sugar that you would put in candy is dangerous Mm -hmm. a little bit of coconut sugar I am fine with stevia I was okay with um there's more and more data coming out about that it's one of those another it's too good to be true situations um we have to really watch all this yes so i backed off on stevia after seeing some links to to problem things uh like cancer like gut health again so Mm -hmm. it's just if it's it's just using that if it's too good to be true being really aware um and look at what you're using it for because if you're just talking about i'm going to have a teaspoon of sugar instead of stevia that, that 30 calories is not really going to make or break or change you. So just being aware of that. Um, and ideally, the way the, the key is you're eating so well that your body shouldn't even crave the sweets. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the goal with, with clients is how do we get you eating in a way that's so balanced, so amazing that you don't crave it. The example I like to give is if we walk by a dirty body of water and it's got all kinds of trash and muck and algae and whatever in there, and I throw another piece of trash in, I don't even know what made it dirty. It just looks like this, right? But if I have a really clean body of water and it's pristine Mm -hmm. and beautiful and waterfalls and I throw one piece of trash, I know exactly what's causing the issue. Yeah, that's a great example. So I want everyone's body like that. You're eating so well, so nourishing that you know I'm craving something. What's up? Like you you can yeah. start to to realize or you really want that pizza and now you know why you don't feel amazing. You don't go into self-beat up. Instead, you're like, okay, I got it. It's because I yeah. had this. That's what created that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find monk fruit that doesn't have ethritol in it, but I'm on the hunt. And then, um, but yeah, I have organic stevia in my in my yes. drinks throughout the day. Yes. So um, it would be interesting for you to take that out as well on your bloat reducing week just to see, this. and then start adding one thing at a time back in to see if that makes that difference for you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. So that was a lot of information on, on, I had a lot of questions around that and I feel a lot more clarity. So thank you so much. I'd love to talk about, um, you know, we've talked about fat. So how about fat loss as we age? Yes. Yes. Okay. So as we, so a lot of times women, especially will say, Oh, but I'm older and our, it's just my metabolism slowed down and it gets harder. And I want to share that's another false assumed truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. So correct. Yes. Our bodies operate different approaching 50 than in our twenties and thirties. That is true. However, 
that just means we've got to take things a little bit more seriously. When, mm-hmm. when you're in your 20s and you need a bag of Doritos, it has a different result on your body than when you're approaching 50 and you have a bag of Doritos. So it's not so much that your body's failing you. It's just that we have to start making some different, different choices as we age. Your hormones do shift, but by coming back to a natural, unprocessed, real food diet first, we get into that clean water body state. And that's what I want for people. So the first thing I have women do is actually not nutrition related, not workout related at all. And it's number one step is making a decision. So decide that you are going to be 40, 50, 60, whatever, in a certain way, like make a decision now that that's your future version of you. Because if you keep carrying that false assumed truth that it's harder as I age, it's more work, it's this, it's that, my body breaks down, you will keep repeating that pattern Mm -hmm. and finding things to support that. Mm -hmm. So number one is decide. Um, Number two is getting really clear on the vision of what you want. As I just shared with your audience, at 36, I decided what 50 would be for me. Mm -hmm. I was very clear of what today would be for me. And I've fully stepped into that because I decided that at 36. So having a really clear vision of what does that look like? What does that feel like? You know, when we were at dinner that night, one of the guys said, who told you you were 50? They were lying. And I was like, (laughs) I kind of giggled at it because it's not about even what I look like. It's just about how I am. Like, I I don't feel different at 50 than I did at 30. Like, I feel really good. And and that was all a vision and a decision. I feel younger now than I did in my 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you'll keep going because you're going to operate from that place. Mm -hmm. So decide and vision first. And then when we get into action, see, most people start with action first. They're like, what's the diet? What's the workout? What's the, no, get clarity on where you're going first, that whole mindset piece first. Once you're there, then the actions make sense. So the actions are things like unprocess your diet, focus on how can I add in so much good, natural, real, unprocessed foods Mm -hmm. and start enjoying those, which makes less room for the not amazing. You feel so good when you fuel up on those foods. You Mm -hmm. just do. Um, Even you with avoiding fruit right now, if you let yourself have fruit for a week and really enjoy different fruits, like watch how good you feel from Mm -hmm. those are nature's miracles the fruit i mean it how can it be bad when it grows every day i love it but do it listen to your body there's a reason you want it have some Mm -hmm. of that have kiwi have uh berries are not very low glycemic by the way i teach Mm -hmm. unlimited berries for people so many nutrients and berries um do that but do a handful of almonds with it or just so you're balancing out you know Mm -hmm. you don't have the sugar issue if you balance out with fat and protein Mm -hmm. Um, so really focusing on unprocessed natural real foods and phytonutrients, which we get from fruits and vegetables. Again, I, I free so many women of this. They're so scared of, of carrots and bananas. I'm like, no, these are good for you. There's no, no one got obese eating too many carrots. They just didn't (laughs) like, stop. It's not true. It did not. We got obese from eating Doritos, from eating M&Ms, from eating sodas, from not being active. That's what Mm -hmm. created the problem. It is not from eating too many carrots. Mm -hmm. It's just not. So Mm -hmm. bring those things back in, in reasonable doses. I'm not saying go eat, you know, five gallons of things. Then we turn orange. (laughs) Yeah. Like have an orange, have, you know, but, but do that. Um, And you start to feel really good and you start to thrive and you stop craving the sugar and needing stuff because all of a sudden a bowl of berries tastes really yummy and sweet to you and you really enjoy it. And it helps you thrive and look younger and feel younger and move without pain, all of those things. Yeah. Mm, Thank you. So fat loss as we age, you know, I, you, 
when I first read that, I was thinking about, for some reason, what came to my mind was like, our face being less plump, like we lose. Oh, fat. yeah. Let's I talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we do. We do. Um, we do. So everything kind of just gravity starts falling. So when you're younger, you've got bigger up here, eyes, cheeks, and things start falling. So we start getting jowls and that, mm-hmm. that stuff is that that does happen. However, mm-hmm. there's some things that you could do. Now, there's nothing wrong with going and having surgery if that's what you want or fillers or any of that. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you choose, then that's amazing. That's a personal choice for people. But there are some things you could do, like adding in collagen. Collagen mm-hmm. is, we stop producing collagen um, in our 30s. Okay, mm-hmm. so we produce it. Collagen is the building blocks of skin, hair, nails. Um, it keeps us plump. Mm-hmm. So when we eat collagen, you're going to help to regenerate. Now we have to be really aware there. I use, I actually use a liquid collagen, a liquid marine collagen. Okay. Marine collagen is ideal for skin, hair, and nails and liquid. We absorb more. When you have a powder collagen, our bodies absorb about 30% of that. Mm-hmm. When you have a liquid marine collagen, you're going to absorb almost 90%. So it's a different, uh, if you don't want supplements, you can drink bone broth. That's a great one. Um, that absolutely helps things as we age. Another thing that changes uh, our skin, our, what we look like is hormone shifts. So we have less estrogen, things like that are going to change and make you look different. We can regulate hormones without being on bioidentical hormones, by the way, with things like maca, with things like... Um, there's natural things you could do. Eating soy produces estrogen. There's things that you can do to help do that. What I do suggest if anyone is is struggling with hormone shifts and changing is actually go get tested. Know what your levels are. They start changing rapidly as we are older. I get mine tested actually quarterly uh, right now because they do change so rapidly. Yeah. And I'm just very aware and I do natural things first before taking replacements. Uh, by the way, just kind of like an interesting story about hormone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, standard of care will test and just look at regular numbers. Like if you go to your OBGYN and they'll say you're low on testosterone, you need this. Mm-hmm. And um, they like, with you. Yeah. So like we're like a naturopathic uh, MD or functional medicine, they'll look at the whole picture. So mm-hmm. I'm more of a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, 10 years ago, my OBGYN said you're low on testosterone and I didn't really question it. I took a testosterone, um, a cream, a bioidentical. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I learned, which I don't take that now, um, is I was becoming estrogen dominant and I didn't understand why. And it took learn- doing deeper yeah. tests to realize that your body doesn't necessarily use what you're putting the way it's supposed to be used. Mm-hmm. So testosterone, for instance, can convert to estradiol which is, could be dangerous, um, mm. actually. So breast cancer and yes, like breast that. cancer, yeah. all kinds of things. Uh, and mm. definitely that belly fat weight gain. Mm-hmm. So just really being aware before you just go to bioidentical hormones, they're an answer for some, but you really want to make sure you're looking at the whole picture. Um, mm. I treat everything naturally without the replacements right now. Uh, for me, I do that through balancing my hormones with things like maca. Yeah. Yeah, I I love there's a place here that a lot of us use called Alive and Well. Mm-hmm. And uh you can just do a blood test anywhere in your, you know, town and then they'll look at it for you, go over it for you and then, you know, you can either go through them with what type of herbs to fix it or you can go through someone like you or um you know your own holistic practitioner, but I I like to do blood work through them every 6 months. And I think it's and, great. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And blood work is key. I think a lot of uh, people skip that and mm-hmm. just try to self-diagnose, but knowing that is really, really important. And I'm a fan of doing all the tests. So I do uh, blood, urine, and saliva, uh, just mm-hmm. to cross-reference everything. Mm-hmm. There's also hair tests. I've just recently mm-hmm. done, there's different ways to test, but it's just knowledge is power. The more information you have of what's going on, the better decisions you can make. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know we were both with uh, Barton Scott. Um, yeah, he does the hair test. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have him on soon as well. So I'd like to talk about aging in reverse as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll go into your program that's. Yes. Yes. No. You'll love my approach on aging reverse because I think it's very aligned with what you teach. It's Mm -hmm. actually not just about uh, how we look at all, which people typically think that's what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. It's how we feel and how, who we're being. So if you think of when you're a little girl or a little, when you're a kid, um, anything was possible. Like you wanted to be a superhero. You wanted to be a cowboy. You wanted to be, you know, you, nothing seemed off limits as a kid for most kids. um, They, feel like anything is possible. And they also feel very free in their bodies. Like you don't mm-hmm. see little girls at the beach covering up. Like they're just yeah. playing, they're enjoying, they're pre- super present. They're, they experience a lot of joy. That's an ideal childhood. That's what you think. When I think back to childhood, I think back to that. Now I'm not talking about the one-off person that's going to say, well, I didn't have that kind of childhood. Yeah. You, you still envision what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that kids have that innocence. Of, the children around you. Yeah. Yes. And being vision focused, like I can mm-hmm. create anything. That to me is truly the key of aging in reverse. It's being fully present and being comfortable enough in your body to to explore and be that. Mm-hmm. And when you finally can grasp that, you feel very youthful. It changes who you are in so many ways. And we've spent too many times trying to fix, 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 fix versus working on who do we need to be. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous. You know, I, was, I had this epiphany one day staring at a palm tree. I mean, doesn't everyone have epiphany staring at trees? But um, I was staring at this palm tree. And I remember like thinking, you know, when a palm tree, when the leaves die and they turn brown, they kind of fall over. So you've mm-hmm. got like the green, bright leaves sticking straight up. And then you have the brown ones falling mm-hmm. over. And I was staring at this tree and I was like, you know, if that tree went into a plastic surgeon for Botox or whatever, they would probably put a wire in the brown leaves they would paint it bright green and they would forcefully make it stick up and I was just looking at this going but that would look really weird like everyone would know the leaf the leaf the branch died but you're trying to like make it green and make it stick up and it's going to look super awkward Mm -hmm. right but if you look at some of the brown leaves they're still dancing in the wind and they look happy Mm -hmm. no one even cares about the brown on them no so that looks to me more useful than the green one with the you know with the wire painted sticking straight up that would Mm -hmm. look more real to me. So I just had this awareness about, we all know somebody that's aging, that we know their age, we can see the little lines around their eyes, we know, but they seem very vibrant and youthful, they're surfing, they're playing, they're all these things, and we want to be around them more. They live that life. That to me is the aging in reverse, not the person that's, you know, hiding and not confident and just fixing, trying to fix everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you read Marianne Williamson's um, A Woman's Worth? Yes, I have. Uh, so good. I love how she talks about age and how, you know, it's to be revered. It's like uh, a woman in her older age is a crone, you know, she's full of wisdom and how it's crazy that we don't celebrate that. So and but I, get, I get it, though. I get why mm-hmm. women living it. I get it. I I've walked. I mean, I color my hair. I'd be gray mm-hmm. for sure. Like I I get it. And I don't know that there's anything wrong with it as long as you embrace both. You've got to embrace both. Um, because well, I think just if you can celebrate it too. Mm-hmm. Celebrate like it feels like you celebrate when you say you're 50, it feels like you're celebrating it. You know, and if if we can um there are women who are embarrassed to say that they're turning 40, you know. So if, there, if we can come to this place of 
wow, I've grown into so much wisdom and like, I have so much experience to share, you know, I feel like that is, that has a youthful energy to it. No matter, no matter the age. Um, I find myself Jade, most of my friends, I have friends of all ages, but I have a lot of friends that are a lot younger than me. And I find that I'm attracted to that because I want more of that energy too, because it's not unfortunately common right now with my age group. Mm-hmm. And I want more people my age to, oh, to, to yeah. feel that because it's not, if you, and if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm 55 and I just don't like, I'm going to encourage you go get some younger friends, be around that energy. So you can remember what that is. That's so funny. Cause my best friend is in his mid sixties and he, you know, just this week, he hiked a seven mile hike like in, in extreme altitude. And he is, I, I have trouble keeping up with him. Yeah, it's amazing. What, it, you know, I'm so drawn to his energy and it, I feel younger when I'm with him, even though he's older than me. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So I've, and I, you know, I envision myself at 65 having a yeah. best friend that's saying, you gotta do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you'll be that because you're envisioning that now. Yeah. That's so good. I loved your answer. I, I thought, you know, when, when uh, you said you wrote a book about aging in reverse, I thought it was going to be all about, using coconut oil and all these things that we're going to keep your skin That's there too. I mean, I do yeah. have that in there too, but I, I really, that misses the whole point if we just yeah. go to that. But yes, I, I use tons of coconut oil, but oh, I will yeah. say the thing that I really nutritionally recommend, which goes against the grain of everybody is tons of fruits and vegetables. Like I okay. do not count those. I have there, those are that came that God created those. They are a miracle. They're miraculous. Look at all the supplements that people take are built from those. We're not even realizing it. Just eat the real thing. Yeah. Um, so I realize we, we've talked about, um, abs, but as far as the glutes, I know I just to let everyone know when I saw yours and I asked about it, you said that you do, um, hip thrusts. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of hip thrusts, deadlifts. deadlifts, and then the side to side band walks. Yep. Those are like my three favorite. Now here's the key with that. You'll hear people say you have to go really heavy, really heavy. No, you don't have to go really heavy. You just have to activate. You have to really concentrate on what you're doing there. So right now, as we're talking, I have a a brace on my foot um, because I had foot surgery uh, Mm. two weeks ago, two weeks ago today. And um, I can't do weights right now. There's not a way, but I still go to the gym and I'm doing those things with body weight right now Mm -hmm. just to activate my glutes. So when you do a hip thrust correctly, for example, you don't feel it in your lower back. You're really engaging and pushing mm-hmm. up those glutes, driving through your heels and squeezing. Those will change everything, but it's being really consistent with those exercises. They don't take long. You don't have to go heavy, but you do have to do them probably three days a week to really change them. My glutes grew so much in about six months of doing those things. Yeah. Six months. Now I will say when you're growing muscle, you do have to eat a lot. So mm-hmm. you, it's really challenging. You don't want to be like, I'm going to not eat and do this. You want to make sure you're getting in your protein, your carbs, which by the way, mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables are carbs, but mm-hmm. make sure you're getting in those foods every time you work out. Yeah. Your, your body needs those nutrients to grow the muscle too. Yeah. I need to, um, because I get really bad knee pain when I work my glutes, like you had back pain. I ha- I get knee mm-hmm. pain. So I need to make sure that I've got the appropriate shoes and appropriate, um, you know, I know my knees always need to be behind my toes, things like that. But so it'd be interesting. I'd want to see how you're doing them. For instance, like, do you, they hurt from squats, but the other exercises too, or is it just squats? You know, ever since I saw you, I haven't done squats. I've been doing okay. your three things. So, and do you feel them during that your knees? I feel them in the band walk. 
Yeah. You feel in the and where are you putting the band? Lower that your knees or over your knees? Higher up? Uh, about midway down my quads. Okay. So if you put it right above your knees and you focus on pushing your knees out, mm -hmm. um, but likely what's going on with your knees is not your knees. It's likely your feet and your ankles. Mm -hmm. um, so I would want to look at the physician there or have somebody look, somebody that knows that, like mm -hmm. actually watch you. It could be as simple as your arches and your feet or how you're standing or what's going on with your ankle flexibility. Mm -hmm. If things aren't working correctly. So for instance, if your ankle is not moving in the right mobile fashion, mm -hmm. you're going to feel it in your knee or your hip because your body's mm -hmm. going to try to compensate. Yes. So a lot of times someone will think they have hip or knee pain when it's actually their ankles or their back, for example. Mm, okay. So with, with what you described, it's probably ankles and feet, but you need someone that can look at you while you're doing those moves yeah. to see what's going on there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And with the, like, something I loved about your glutes too, is it's like the perfect round, you know, <laughs> like very perky. And for me, like my, I, I love that my butt has a lot of fat on it. Yeah. I'm happy with I my thighs. I, I just want it to be like, I want underneath, I want it to be a circle and not like the flat line. Yeah. So that's what I'm I wanting. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be, that's going to be a lot of those glute bridges for sure. And deadlifts. Mm -hmm. And then also adding in hamstring curls for you. So you can okay. get that definition oh, right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah, hamstring curls will be great. Yeah, and I used to like feel nervous about like, well, I don't want to lose the fat by like, you know, like I was not sure years ago, I wasn't sure like if I was supposed to refrain from cardio or what I was all supposed to do. But I feel like this year I've gotten a lot of clarity. So I'm excited to see yeah. uh, what, what my glutes develop into in the next Yeah, year. yeah. Um, so you have a program called, coming out called Total Body Thrive. Yes. I'd love to hear what it is, what women, or I don't know if it's open to men as well. Yeah, it's open to both. It's open to both. Um, it, total. If this stuff resonated with you, um, first of all, if, if you're listening going, I don't agree with anything she says, then I'm probably not the right coach for you. So I just want to <laughs> show that. But because I am direct and I speak into this uh, with conviction because I, I just know it to be my truth and yeah. so many people that I've helped uh, the truth for them. Um, I do a program uh, called Total Body Thrive. And if you're interested in it, go to totalbodythrive.com forward slash Jade. So I know you came from Jade for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and what it is, it's an eight-week program. And I do this live, meaning you'll have login to a program. This is not just like a download and go on your own. It's really mm -hmm. detailed videos about nutrition, about these mindset exercises I'm sharing, and about mm -hmm. how to do the right workouts. But I teach you bite-sized chunks of information weekly for eight weeks. And then we also do a live Zoom session every week where I teach an aspect and I stay on as long as needed, answer every question possible. Uh, people have massive breakthroughs and transformation over the eight weeks. I've helped as I said, over 250,000 people. Um, men are absolutely welcome. Some of my best transformations are men. The reason I attract so many women is I am a woman yeah. and I am 50 <laughs> years old. So they, I know that. Um, but we always have a man in our group, uh, a couple, and they do really well with it as well. But I would love to have your people in there. And just so it's totalbodythrive.com forward slash Jade. Make sure you put forward slash Jade so I know you came from her. And in the eight weeks, is it, um, is it including, you know, recipes and workouts is it with the whole program? Yeah, okay. all of it. And if you're like, well, I don't like certain foods or it doesn't matter. We have swap outs for everything. Um, mm -hmm. We make this really easy to follow. We do three different meal plan options. One, if you want to completely build meals yourself. Another one, if you want to follow along and you don't want to give up grains and dairy yet. And then we've got one where there is no grains or dairy. So like going into the next level there mm -hmm. and we guide you through all of that. We've got a private Facebook community where we really um, 
are there to support you. I've got full-time community manager there to help support you. Um, it's a really, really epic program. So especially if you're like, I've tried everything and nothing works, I would say do this because it's a method that is results guaranteed. It's not just another workout or nutrition plan. Yeah. And I love, especially that you have the mindset and the meditations yes. you know, in there because that is a big part of the transformation. It's so funny because I, I never market it with like, it's a mindset program because people think they know what that means. Um, but if you ask anyone that's gone through my program, like what was the thing that was the light bulb work, they'll say that how they changed their mindset. Yeah. Because I do help you. I, I help you pull out the higher version of yourself. And that's what I coach you. I coach to, I won't coach to the problems. I'm not going to coach to like what your doctor said. I'm going to coach to the possibility. And that is the breakthrough in itself is that you start operating instead of from circumstance to possibility. And that changes everything. And you start to learn that that's not just for your body that works in business. It works in relationships. It works in every direction. If you operate from possibility versus circumstance. Yeah, I love that. And it, it is funny, the, the wording we have to use, because I, I consider myself an energy worker, and a healer and a tantrika. But I just call myself a coach, because that's yeah. more marketable, more people yeah. will hire me that way. So maybe one day later, it'll become more popular. And I, yeah. can use those terms, I love it. I just say I kill fat. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I do. I'm so Dexter. Um, <laughs> So there's a few short questions that I ask everyone yeah. at the end of the show. And the first one is, if you could hug your younger self right now, what would you say? Mm, I would say you are amazing and you are enough and you can be anything that you decide you're going to be. Mm, beautiful. We all needed parents that would have told us that. I still tell myself that every day, by the yeah. way. I literally, I'll do mirror work. I'll look in the mirror and oh, I will beautiful. look in my eyes and I'll, I will talk to Because if we don't do that to ourselves, how can we expect others to do it mm -hmm. for us? Have you read that book, Mirror Work? I haven't read that book. It's, it's on my list. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll have to watch that. She's, it's that. the same woman who wrote You Can Heal Your Life. Oh, okay. Yeah. She wrote a book called Mirror Work, and it's like a 30-day mirror nice. work book. Yeah. Okay. If you could have the whole world read one book, which would it be? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, of course, it'd be my book, Seven Day Jumpstarter, Aging in Reverse. I'm just kidding. Uh -huh. uh, well, those are <laughs> no, good books to read, yeah. too. If I could have the whole world read one book, you know, and you even asked me these questions ahead of time and I promised myself to be prepared and think, and I didn't, no, um, okay. let's, let me think right now. What would I recommend? Um, I would say any Wayne Dyer book. Oh, okay. It's not just one, any Wayne Dyer yeah. book, because he really got me thinking in possibility, mm -hmm. um, any of his books. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think what my favorite would be, but yeah, any of his would be really good. All right. Last, if you could whisper one phrase to everyone on the planet, what would it be? Mm. This is temporary. Mm, that's good. <laughs> because I, I, I believe, I don't know what you believe or what your listeners believe, but I believe this is just an experience we're having right now. This is not all that there is. Um, I believe that we are living for eternity. And so this right now is a blip on the radar. It's temporary. And we need to make the best of it and take the lessons from it. Yeah, I, I almost tattooed on myself in cursive on my wrist, this too shall pass, because it's something that we really need to remind ourselves, because a lot of people, especially who have come from trauma, when we're going through something hard, it truly, in our mind, we convince it, we, it's like we feel like it's going to last forever. So if we can just remind ourselves, this is yep. just a blimp, like what you said, it's going to be. I wrote I have on my arm surrender, the word surrender. I, mm -hmm, I remember, it. yeah. On my right forearm. And I did that specifically because I'd have to see that every day because yeah. I do get worked up in 3D. <laughs> I do get worked up in problems that aren't going to matter next year or mm -hmm. in five years or in 10 years. 
And if I can remind myself, just surrender, like it Mm -hmm. just changes everything. And I do forget it all the time. And that's why I tattooed it on my arm. Yeah, man, this year has been a year of surrender. I feel like anything that got thrown at me at this point, I've come to a place of acceptance. And it's, it's been, it was a really, really hard process. But it I, I learned, basically, what you're just saying is like, I can really handle anything that's thrown at me. So if I resist, it's only gonna, I'm only gonna make it worse. Yeah. Um, okay, how can people connect with you on social media? You yeah. talked about where to find your program, but where can they just find you? Um, on social media, Natalie Jill Fit. Um, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, um, all the places. Uh, and then I have a podcast that Jade will be on soon uh, yeah. called, Listen, called Listen Up. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. All right. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You all bye. right. Bye. All right, you guys. So this was a topic I was really interested in just because, like I said at the top of the show, you know, the better we feel, the better we do. It's hard when we're feeling like, you know, we don't look like our best selves. We don't, you know, we're bloated. We've got brain fog, all these things. It's hard to live the life of our dreams when we're feeling that way. And I also, you know, there was a quote that I read quite some time ago about, you know, it was two-sided. It was basically like the way you present yourself in a way represents how you're feeling on the inside. And he, he, whoever wrote that, I think it was the, um, uh, the good life project or something like that was the book that I read, but he also said that about your house and your car. So if your house and your car, if they're like super cluttered, not talking about a mess because I'm a mom dishes stack up toys are everywhere, but he's mostly talking about just like the clutter and the lack of organization. So if that's how your outer world looks, it's representative of how you're actually feeling on the inside and it affects how you're feeling on the inside. So if you're in a super cluttered environment, your mind will easily feel that way. Whereas when you're in a, a more you know, minimal and organized environment, it'll be easier for you to feel creative. And I feel that way about our bodies as well. When we're, when we feel healthy and we feel like we're at our optimal, not necessarily our goal weight, but at our optimal weight for our body, for our body size, then I feel like it really affects how productive we are and how um, creative we feel and, and all of that. So how we show up in the world, how we show up in the bedroom. So I feel like this is very powerful work. And uh, just as a reminder, her program is called Total Body Thrive. And it's an eight week program. And if you go to Total Body Thrive forward slash Jade, um, that uh, that's the link to go check it out. And um, yeah, let me know if you did. Let me know if you did. Let me know what your thoughts are on it. And I'm, I'm guessing with the forward slash Jade, you may um, it may give you a little freebie or something who knows but um go check that out and then you know we have our other affiliates today the best toys for sex at dameproducts.com code jade gets you 15 percent off they've got a lot of different products but my favorite one is the suction toy it um is basically like oral stimulation uh, it creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clit and uh it is freaking amazing. I like to pair it with my pleasure wand or my yoni egg. And I got both of those at wands.com, W-A-A-N-D-S. And you can use code Jade. I believe you get 20% off there. But if you use the link, you get 10% off with the code. But if you use the link in the show notes, you'll get 20% off. So that's even better. 
All things CBD at directhemp.com. That's code Jade for a discount as well. And lastly, higher dose infrared products. I love, I use um, almost daily, I use the infrared bioenergy mat and the mask on my face at the same time. It's code Jade75 for $75 off. I also all of my friends are in love with the sauna blanket as well. So I highly recommend that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being on this journey with me. Happy new year. I'm so excited for 2022. I'm curious what your word is for 2022. Mine is pleasure. And I'm going to record a solo cast on that coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. But let me know what your word is. Let me know what your hopes are, what your dreams are, what guests you want me to interview for 2022. I will definitely reach out to them if you send me a recommendation. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a review or share an episode with a friend. You can also join me on Instagram at untamed and unashamed podcast as always be a light stay open and remember you belong here Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas Podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas Podcast today. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.